This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Ontario has just kicked off this year's flu campaign. Are you going to administer the injection? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. okay. We'll see who's the first to scream. (laughs) Well, that's my brother, Zoomer Media founder Moses Neimer, along with Seniors Minister Raymond Cho, getting their high-dose flu shots at the Zoomer show last weekend. This morning, as you heard in Bob's News, Health Minister Christine Elliott did the same thing, reminding us that the benefits of vaccination go beyond protecting ourselves and our families. Not only is getting vaccinated against the flu every year an important part of keeping Ontarians healthy, it's a proven way to reduce emergency department visits and wait times to help end hallway health care. The flu shot has been shown to reduce the number of doctor visits and hospital stays. Okay, so lots of very good reasons to get the shot. Maybe you're wondering whether you should get the regular shot or the high dose. Uh, we are here to take your calls, your comments, your questions. The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Also want to know, maybe you've already done it. Maybe you've already gotten the shot. You'd be one of the early, early birds. Tell us all about it. And right now I'd like to welcome Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, a family physician and pharmacist and assistant professor, John Papasturgio. Thank you for joining us and welcome. Thank you so much for having us, Libby. Okay, so there was an initial supply problem with the regular flu vaccine. We've heard from the minister that the the, the supply is in. Is, is it in all the pharmacies as far as you know, John? Yeah, we, so it seems like we got them last week, last Thursday. Uh, we got shipped in the GTA, which is, which is great. A little bit uh, later than last year. I think last year we were a week earlier, but... Uh, we have big, we have good supply. Uh, you know, I'm loaded up. So for those seniors, uh, high risk patients, uh, go to your pharmacy. Uh, come get the flu shot. Okay. Sorry for the senior high risk patients. Unfortunately, <laughs> you have to come to the family doctor. I knew you were going to say. And that. I say yeah. emphasis. Unfortunately, because I wish I could send them over to the shoppers or whatever pharmacy they're going to. Because frankly. It doesn't belong in the family doctor's office. I'd much prefer to have it there just for easy access, for every for getting everyone vaccinated. But high-dose influenza vaccination is available in only one place, and that's the family doctor's office. So come and get it. Okay, so 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 this is this is the thing. If you are over 65 or someone at high risk and you want that high-dose flu vaccination, you need to get it in the doctor's office. Now Interesting. Last year, I remember taking a lot of calls from people who wanted it, but there was not enough supply. This morning, we heard the health minister say that there is an extra 200,000 doses this year. However, 
There are 4.6 million seniors in Ontario. Mm, The math doesn't add up. And that is concerning. Absolutely. We have enough in our office personally. But that said, I still see it as a, a bit of a block for patients to have to come to their family doctor. And it also takes significant time from our schedules to be administering all of these vaccinations. A problem from my end is we don't know if the physicians have supply, uh, if it's depleted. Um, we're put in a tough spot sometimes because we do have the seniors coming in. We have high-risk patients. We know we have quadrivalent vaccine, which is the vaccine that's available in the pharmacies right now. And we were talking about it before we went out on air. Pharmacist has to make a decision. Do you take that chance and say, hey, go, go see your doctor? Patient might not go. Patient may go and the supplies out. Or we vaccinate them, you know, on the spot. And I think many of us are just making the decision to give the, the flu shot that we have to the patients. Best medical advice. Take it at the first opportunity. It's better not to wait. You know why? It's going to take two to three weeks just to get your immune system in place to be able to fight the flu when exposed. So that's why it's important to get it at the first opportunity. So what kind of a difference does that make if you get the high-dose influenza vaccination? It improves your chances of fighting the flu by a whopping 24%. It's not even that great. It's okay, it's good, but the main thing is to get it at first opportunity. Mm -hmm. And um, is there, do you think, some kind of political reason that it's not available in in pharmacists? I I have a feeling it's a supply reason more than a political reason. I think if you're going to supply all the pharmacies uh, in Ontario, you're going to need a lot more doses because, I mean, you want to adequately supply the pharmacies. Uh, Most of us are providing uh, vaccinations, uh, uh, no appointment necessary. So patients are just walking in and getting uh, vaccinated and vaccinated. To be able to offer that, offer it sustainably, you need supply. And I think that's probably where this is coming from. Even if you look at the vaccine we have, historically, we'd have two or three different uh, manufacturers that would provide the vaccine. This year, we've got Fluzone, one one vaccine. Uh, Hopefully, the supply is deep. And when we go through our first kind of shipments, we'll be able to get more. I imagine that that will be the case. But I urge patients, get it early. At least now, you know, uh, we have the vaccine uh, and it's there to give. Okay, so uh, have you seen a lot of people? Have you administered oh, yeah. to it? Already. Since Thursday, uh, in between all my stores, we've done over a 1,000 patients already. Wow. So, yeah, they're coming in. I think we had a little waiting list going uh, because people were coming in last week and the week before uh, asking if we had it. So we got that mad rush at the beginning. Uh, and I, th- I think it'll be like that for the next couple of weeks. And least. what's interesting is that our office is actually out of the low-dose flu vaccination, the standard vaccination. We have no supply right now. So we ordered it about 10 days ago and are still waiting to get it in. However, we have a lot of the high-dose. Interesting. And, and have people been coming in for the high-dose? Lots. And we also have a walk-in policy when it comes to getting the high-dose influenza vaccination. We're trying to institute a no-barriers policy. Uh, Libby, another thing with uh, distribution of vaccine, I thought I'd mention it because it's important, is only in in Postal Code M, so District M, anyone that lives in a kind of District M uh, Postal Code, is the vaccine distributed to pharmacies through public health. Everywhere else, we get it through our own distribution system. So everywhere else in the country, essentially, um, it's a challenge because you've got to order through a third party. Now you've got to wait. Sometimes they miss deliveries. Sometimes you forget to order. And it can uh, impact your supply. Whereas everywhere else, even my friends out in Mississauga, they're able to you know, order from our own distribution center, which makes a difference because you'll just get the vaccine next day with your regular order. Okay. Uh, I think those probably aren't the only distribution <laughs> problems. Let's hear from Jen in Guelph. Hi, Jen. I, I tried to get an appointment with my doctor. I can get uh, 
the flu shot, but they cannot guarantee that I can get the high dose. I'm 79. I need to get that, I think. And, I, and what did they... I have they... to make a nursing appointment. Okay. When did, when did you call them? This morning. And I have to wait till the 14th until they've got any supplies in at all in, in my doctor's office, and the nurse will give the uh, injection. Jen, with all due respect, you probably should run this by your doctor, but uh-huh. I would just advise get the flu vaccination. It's more important that you have it in a timely way than the high-dose flu vaccination, because it'll take two weeks just for your body to mount the immune response. Okay. So if I were your doctor, I'd be like, well, maybe you should just get the regular vaccination. Get what you can get. Does does that sound right? I mean, this morning we uh, heard the health minister saying that, that the supply uh, supplies are there. Iris, you say that in your office you have plenty of it. So is that just... That's because we ordered 200 doses. We ordered a lot to begin with, but maybe perhaps all family doctors don't have the same access. It's not easy. We are not ordering from a central distribution center. We're ordering directly from Toronto Public Health, and these depend on the exact jurisdiction in which you live. So that, that, you know, I I think given that it's only going to give you an added 20, 24% protection, it's not like a make it or break it. So that's why it's more important to get you vaccinated than to be waiting the extra. Or maybe of weeks. try another doctor's office that has it. Possibly. Well, okay. Thank you very much. Okay. I thanks, think the Jen. Point, point would be is we, when we launched this stuff in pharmacy, it was around convenience, accessibility, ease of access for patients. This rule here makes it more difficult. Like I just think of that last caller. It's not going to be easy for her as a senior to try to track down another doctor, maybe, you know, wait a couple of weeks, set up if, you know, sometimes they don't have easy access to transportation. I, I, I don't know. This really bothers me because the whole idea around pharmacists vaccinating was convenience, accessibility. We're open late. We're open till midnight. Come in, get your shot. You know, and, and, and I think this is just complicated. It a lot makes of a lot yeah. of sense. And never mind. It's taking time from family doctor's schedule. And we're a, kind of a valued resource. There's not enough of us to go around. Why are we spending our time giving vaccinations to individuals when willing pharmacists with wider hours are able to do it? And we just heard from Jen that in her office, it's not the doctor giving the vaccination anyway. It's, it's still family doctor's time and valued appointments. It, you know, I know. It it's hard enough to, to get in to see a family doc. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Okay. Let's take a call from Carol in Mississauga. Hi, Carol. Hi, how are you today? Fine, how are you? Oh, fantastic. Listen, I just wanted to say everyone should get their flu shot, no matter how difficult it is. I got mine two weeks ago. I'm a high risk. Um, I got. I managed to get the, the high dose, and I've had it for over two weeks now. Um, because of all the, and the lady there was saying about, you know, go to the drugstore, don't go to your doctor. I'm one of these high-risk people that goes anaphylactic uh, with different shots and different things. So the doctor has to give it to me because he's prepared for whatever I might do if the need arises. But it only takes like seconds. The nurse has it prepared. It only takes seconds to go in and get it. Then I sit there for half an hour and they see if anything's going to happen while I sit and read a magazine. And it's, I mean, if you don't get it, you're putting everybody else at risk. If you do get it, you might still get the flu, but you're not going to get it as badly. Absolutely. So. And and uh, we heard the health minister, and this was something that, you know, we know about herd immunity and the importance of it. But 
I hadn't even made the connection that, that at the height of flu season and even before, there were a lot of emergency visits because of the flu. And that just clogs everything up even more. We have this hallway health medicine problem. And if people were protected from the flu, then we would alleviate that at least Absolutely. a little bit. Carol, thanks so much for sharing your perspective. I just want to stick in two cents about hand sanitizer, an interesting study. So if somebody sneezes in their hand and it's nice and I wet from sneezed. all that germs, like nice and wet I'm talking about, hand sanitizer has to stay in contact with that wetness for four minutes, four whopping minutes for it to be effective. I want you to think about that. How often do we have hand sanitizer, wet hand sanitizer, on our hands for four minutes. Answer, for me, never. So the other thing is, if, if it dries, say I sneeze in my hand with my influenza-laden mouth, and now I've dry, now my, my, my hand is now dry. If it's dry, it has to stay, the hand sanitizer has to stay in contact with my hand for 30 seconds for it to be effective. 30 seconds. Fascinating stuff. Okay, and um, I just want uh, everything, everybody to, to get this straight. I'm going to take a call from Gloria, and Gloria says that last year she went to a pharmacy to get a high-dose shot, and they wouldn't give it to her, and that is because you can only get the high-dose shots in a doctor's office. Gloria, are you with us? I sure am. Thank you for that. That's all I needed to know, Libby. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. You. That was quick. That's, and this family doctor it. hangs her head in shame because really you should be able to get it at the pharmacist. And with all due respect, I think it was Jen who had the anaphylactic reaction. No, that was uh, uh, that, that. It was another. It was another caller. Yes. Anyway, th- thanks to that caller for pointing that out. And I'll tell you, in the whole time I've been in practice, thirty years, I've never seen a single anaphylactic reaction never mind to that vaccination, to any vaccination. So it's kind of interesting to note. Um, I still believe pharmacists should have the right to give the high-dose influenza vaccination. Well, maybe that will come, but in the, at the moment... We're lobbying. We're lobbying for that. I yeah. think uh, eventually it will uh, come. I mean, we don't only do flu shots. This is the other thing. I think, uh, at, you know, flu season, that's our priority. But we offer... Uh, Vaccines for another 13 disease states. You could come in and get Chingrix uh, to prevent shingles, for example, your travel vaccines. We offer all those uh, vaccinations already. So I think pharmacists are getting quite good at uh, giving these vaccines. We we give a lot of them now. So hopefully, uh, you know, that policy changes shortly. Yeah. And in terms of who's good at giving shots, I mean, it. I don't. I've had a lot of experience getting a lot of different kinds of needles and uh, it doesn't depend on whether the person is a doctor, a nurse, a tech, or a pharmacist, like some people are just better at it than others, uh, whatever. I'll share my little secrets with you if you're asking. The little secrets. A, let the alcohol totally dry on the arm. And that is hugely effective. Not only does it kill the germs on the arm, but also it stings way, way less. B, I like to squeeze the muscle. And that lifts the muscle. And I'll tell you, that way I don't hit bone. Hitting bone is bad. That's not a good thing. And it just goes right into the muscle where it needs. And C, I talk while I give it. Or sometimes, if somebody is very nervous, play music. Because our brains can only be in one place at once. And those three simple things, it's almost painless. It's in and out and done. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I don't I don't know how many people out there are going to give themselves the vaccination but thanks for the tip. Okay, Daryl in Toronto. Hi Daryl. Hi, how are you doing? Fine. 
Okay, I just I was kind of curious. I called my doctor's office the other day. I just turned 65 last summer, so I wanted to get the high dose thing, and they said that they don't have it. And I when did you? Sorry to interrupt. When did you call? Uh, actually, yesterday. Okay. Ooh, they, so they're going to call me back when they get it in, and I'm curious. Were you saying that you had the high dose out at the Zoomer show? We did. And, so uh, how is it that you guys get it at the Zoomer show, but it's not getting to family doctors? It depends on how they ordered it. It depends on how they ordered it. Uh, we had a, a special thing from the uh, the manufacturer, and, and we advertised for people. You can get either flu vaccine at the Zoomer show, and a lot of people did. Okay, and I'm curious, is it worth getting the regular one at the pharmacy now and before that, or can you do both? Or? No, they're oh. saying both are, are not recommended. Uh, Dr. Gorfinkel says you should get one or the other, and you should do it as quickly as possible. Um, you know what, Daryl, the time, the time matters more. So I'm not sure when your family doctor is going to get it, and they probably don't know themselves. It's the entire supply chain from the bottom to the top. What can go wrong? You and I both know anything. So I'm not sure when they're going to get it. Pardon? But it can be acquired for some high promotion Zoomer show. Well, it was. The Zoomer show is over. And uh, so, 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 yeah, I mean, um, I don't what know. can we do, Daryl? This is the way of planet Earth. We're not going to be able to change that. But that said, I care about you should, the you should ask, person. You should ask your doctor why they didn't order it on time or whatever the issue is there, because it's not our fault. Yeah. But, but no, I'm not blaming you. It's, oh, it's, it's, I, now, I have one quick question. I'm just getting over a cold. Right. Should you not be getting the shot? If you're, you know, sick in that way at all? or I personally like to wait until a person is over a cold to get it. Technically, they can get it at any time. My yeah. own thinking is it's better just to wait until your body's fought that before yeah. giving you the influenza vaccination. I worry that if I give the shot, everybody's going to blame the shot for every single symptom they have thereafter, which is actually not even true. But one battle at a time, finish the cold, then get the shot. Well, okay. We shot for tons of years because my mother was in a, you know, Baycrest or whatever, and you had to do that. And I've never had any adverse reaction to it or anything. And I, I never get the flu. I get colds, but I never get the flu. Okay, Daryl, thanks for that, and good luck with it. I was going to say, I think there's, a, you know, this this debate now that's going to start over availability of high dose versus regular. The reality is, if you look at the number of seniors that get vaccinated in Ontario, the data is still not great. It's less than fifty percent. I think we sent a. Uh, set a target, the the ministry set a target of 80%. So I think the message should be just go get vaccinated. Like we want, we got to get those numbers higher. And it's, uh, they're still uh, pretty low. When pharmacies started, uh, you know, offering vaccination, it went up, but not dramatically. Okay. And you know what? I want to get into this whole issue of vaccine hesitancy because I'm looking at our calls and and, uh, at some point I will take Michael in Pickering who's saying he's never had a flu shot, doesn't need one. Uh, And he's 75. And, you know, that's not a great attitude. I want to go over the the stats. So here in Ontario, 5,000 people hospitalized because of the flu. Uh, Across the country, 3,500 people died because of the flu. And I don't have the number of 
people who lose their independence because they get so sick and, and they get the flu and they're in a hospital and then they can't go back home. And that's so a serious complication. That is, that is yeah. a serious complication. Pneumonia is a complication. And we've been talking about herd immunity. So partly is, there's an issue of convenience. We want to make it convenient, but there are also, there are people who are vaccine hesitant. Some of them don't believe in vaccines and some of them, you know, and I'm about, I'm about to give Michael heck. Uh, they just don't think they personally need it. I had my mom and my, this is a quick story. I just came from my pharmacy. My dad and mom were there. Dad lined up, got his flu shot right away. My mom's like, filled up the paperwork. I'm not getting it. Like, what do you mean? I'm not getting it. One of my friends had a really bad reaction. That's it. And that's enough. Her son's a pharmacist. You know, we're advocating for this. And I'm arguing with my mom in the pharmacy. And I lost it. <laughs> Good luck to, with that. I had to run uh, here. But uh, I'll win this argument the next week or so. But, I mean, that messaging is out there. You know, people hear anecdotal experiences from their friends, you know. It's uh, it's something uh, that's sometimes difficult for us to counteract. Okay. It's, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. And understand, like with every vaccination program, how many vaccines do we have to give to prevent a single disease? And when it comes to influenza, we are vaccinating the many to prevent the few from getting sick. That's the way all vaccination programs work. So when person hears the odd story, the odd man out, a bad reaction, it is definitely the odd individual, the rare individual who has it. Okay. Uh, since I have named and shamed, Michael in Pickering will take his call. Hi, Michael. Hi, Libby. Uh, don't give me heck, okay? I'm an old guy. <laughs> um, I'm um, giving you heck. Okay, thank you. You sound great when you're doing it. <laughs> Let me tell you that um, quickly, growing up in the UK and in that foggy, damp area uh, uh, back in the 40s and the 50s, everybody got the flu. We Nobody heard about shots. And, you know, all of my family had a longevity. I've never had a shot. I feel great. I've got shorts on today. I rode my bike this morning down to the lake because I live right by uh, the lake. And um, um, when I go to Shepherd's Rock Mart, I see that you can get a vaccination there. Um, I've never even thought about it. You can get shingle vaccinations. You can get the flu vaccinations. I feel great. And, I'm, and I feel sorry for the people that do get the flu. And it hurts them in a big way. Well, why and don't I'm you gonna- help them out by getting vaccinated? Because that's how you get herd immunity. What's the big deal? Yeah, Are you afraid no, I, of a I, shot? Yeah, no, I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't need it. I don't want it. Um, I've had all the vaccinations I need. In the old days, in the old country, they never put a needle in you. They scraped your skin. And well, I've still got it on my left uh, arm. And that well, was against polio and all the other things that were in that era. M- Michael, we've, yeah. we, have, we have advanced uh, since the old country in, in the 50s, but I'm going to let you go and I'm going to let our, our guests Michael, respond. may you know only good health and may you be <laughs> singing that song for the rest of your days. I don't think I'm going to be able to convince you otherwise. But you know how vaccinations and other health programs work. They're not needed until they're needed. And then you wake up one morning, and unfortunately, this happens to all of us, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel included. We all are going to face the maker one day. Sad to say. I don't know, Libby, if you, you remember, we had a caller. We had a caller a couple of years ago, and it stuck with me, and I play this at conferences sometimes. But I remember her name was Mary. 
She was a 95-year-old lady from Waterloo, I think. And she called in and and I call kind of kind of was I thought it was profound and she described the situation out in Waterloo when she was a young kid and people were still getting these diseases that we've pretty much eradicated and they were uh, quarantined in their homes, missing school. I think, you know, in North America, we haven't seen situations like that in they're a long time. They're coming back. But they're starting to come back. And I think it's very easy for someone like Michael to say, you know, I've been healthy. I'm not going to, you know, get get the shot. But how do you feel if, you know, you passed on the flu to, a, you know, an infant child or, uh, you know, one of your friends? I think you said he was 75 or 79 years old. So, I mean, it's not just about protecting yourself. It's a protecting, uh, you know, your loved ones, your friends, your family, everyone else as well. So uh, vaccination really only works if we we all participate. And I think this anti-vax vaxxer uh, sediment that we're seeing, it's uh, it's just causing such a huge They're issue. They're suing the government. I That's a whole other subject. Uh, we're running out of time on this. I'm going to take one very quick call from Evie in Toronto. Hi, Evie. Hi, I was just uh, listening and, um, sorry, I was just listening to the show and, uh, I was just thinking that you can go to a walk-in clinic as well. That's what I'm doing. Okay, that's good. You should probably make sure they have the vaccine first, but Thank that's, you. that's, phoned. Yeah. oh, good. That is a great plan, people. Thanks for, thanks for that, Evie. You're welcome. Okay, so, um, if your doctor, People out there maybe doesn't have the high dose vaccine. Call around to uh, to the walk in clinics. They might have just been better organized about ordering it. We're basically out of time on this. I'm sure we'll revisit this topic. But before that, what would you like to leave us with, Dr. Gorfinkel? How is the flu spread? Answer through sneezing and small droplets. But guess what? If I sneeze into my hand and shake your hand, I can give it to you. So I. That's if I have the influenza. So it can live on dry surfaces, which you then touch and can get it. If you're worried about supply, go to your pharmacy. We have it. We'll give it to you. Uh, uh, if you're ha- trying to chase down high dose, don't worry so much about it. I think Dr. Gorfink will really describe the efficacy there. It's an extra 20%. I think let's get people vaccinated and let's get more than half the senior population vaccinated. I think that's my message. Okay. Thank you both. John Pepasturgio, pharmacist and assistant professor of pharmacy, and Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, family physician and people. Yes, please get vaccinated. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.